Welcome to the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I'm Ashley Young, pianist, instructor, and business coach, and I'm here to help you dream big about what your studio could be if you are willing to open your mind and level up your business skills. I'm going to share the tangible strategies that I've learned for streamlining and scaling your studio so that you can align your business to work for your life instead of letting your business control your life. I am so happy that you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome in to another episode of the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I am Ashley, and if you're new here, welcome in. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. I'm really excited to dive in with you today and talk to you about this content hack that I love. I'm obsessed with this, and it's something that I learned how to do a while ago, and it really took my content skills to the next level. And it's something that I do with a lot of my clients when they are wanting to flex that content muscle and get better at creating content on a regular basis. And not just any content, right? Because I do wanna actually, I do wanna touch on this before we dive into the episode. Not all content is created equal. And there is a difference between just putting something out online because you made a goal or you set a deadline or you told yourself you were gonna like create content. and this this idea of actually mastering compelling content. And when I say compelling content, I say con- I mean content that converts, content that actually gets people to engage with you or gets people to come into your orbit and want to learn more about you and eventually become your customer, okay? And so there is a huge difference in just putting out content and in putting out content that converts or content that is compelling. Now, there are strategies that you can use to make your content more compelling and to make your content convert better. And that's what I want to talk about today. Today, this hack that I'm going to teach you, not only will it save you time, it will save you energy. It's going to help you really flex that muscle of content creation so that the process becomes easier and more fun. But it's also going to help you go to that next deeper level of mastering compelling content. So um, this is something, like I said, I do this all the time still. I learned about it a long time ago and I do it all the time still. And I also teach my clients um, how to do this. And it's if you commit to doing it regularly, it's something that genuinely will change your life. It's going to change your business because it's going to make you better at communicating what you're trying to communicate. All right. So this this hack, it is not necessarily like a one liner that I can tell you, but I am going to describe this process. And when I describe this process, I want you to commit to practicing it. Okay, and I want you to think of this as your piano practice or as you would tell your students to practice. Right. A lot of you are probably telling your students things like, you know, consistency is important in practice. It's really important that you practice. Yes, sure. As often as you can. But really, what's even more important than like how much you're practicing is that you're doing it consistently over time and that you're being smart about it. And so I want you to set a goal for yourself once you hear me take you through this. And the goal could be that you're going to do this once a week. It could be that you're going to do this once a day or a few times a month. But start practicing this and do it repeatedly over time. And you will be shocked at how much progress you're going to make and how your content is going to get so much better in the coming weeks and months if you actually start to do this. Okay, so in order for you to do this hack, you're going to need to understand a couple of things. So there are different types of content, right? And you know this, you could, you could write a blog post, you could write an email to your email list, you could do an Instagram reel, 
with a written post or a, a written caption beneath it, you could do an Instagram carousel, which is like, you know, like those pictures that you slide through where you create like a graphic and there's like five different slides that you rotate through. You could do a YouTube short, which is a video that's 60 seconds or less. You could do a full length tutorial. Um, what are some other types of content? You could do a TikTok video. You could do a Facebook post that maybe is just text and no pictures and no video. There's all sorts of different types of content. And in order to do this hack and, and to have it be the most effective, I want you to first do this hack with one type of content. Okay. So pick one and stick with it until you feel like it gets easy. And then once you've mastered that one type of content, then you can start exploring other types of content. So I started on YouTube. A lot of what I did was on YouTube in the beginning. I didn't even do Instagram until like a year ago. And I really got comfortable creating the tutorials in the format that I do them in before I branched out to YouTube shorts or before I branched out to Instagram or before I did a ton on Facebook. And so really mastering one vehicle for your content is going to help you improve your skills a lot. When it comes to content, a lot of people get caught on like, well, you know, what's like the best time to post for the algorithm? And like, how do I, what, what time of day do I post in order to get the most engagement? I don't care. <laughs> okay. I mean, once you get down the road and like you're posting content regularly and you have a good rhythm and you feel like you can create content, then you can start worrying about those things. But if you're the type of person where you're like, I just need more help creating content or you are creating content, but it's not converting, it's not getting engagement, it's not getting you customers, then you're going to fo focus on this hack first before you even start to think about like when you're posting and what times you're posting and all of that. So pick your one type of content. It could be an email. Instagram reel, YouTube video, pick your one type. Okay. And then we're going to go forward with this, with this hack and you're going to do it with one type. So the other thing I want you to, to understand when you do this, uh, hack is that there are different feels, okay. Different types of content beyond the platform. All right. So we talked about the content type of like email or Instagram reel or Instagram carousel, but then within those different platforms, there's actually different purposes of pieces of content. Okay. So let me give you an example. I could post an Instagram reel that is educational where maybe it's a video of me describing how to do something. And then the description where I actually write the caption out beneath the Instagram reel goes further into detail about how to do this thing. And that would be educational. Okay. So the category of that post, I would be, I would categorize it as educational. There's also entertaining Okay. And that might be something where I post an Instagram reel that says like, um, POV, like point of view, you practice over and over and over again, and you're doing the same thing. Are you crazy or not? I don't, I don't know if that's a bad piece of content, but something like that, where you're kind of being funny or you're like entertaining in some way. So you're taking a concept and you're making it entertainment. Okay. And there are several other types of content. But we're going to focus on those two for today because those two, I think are the biggest contrast. And you'll notice that some accounts focus on just one type of content. So there are some accounts that are only educational, or there are some accounts that are only entertainment where they're posting like funny memes all the time, or like funny jokes all the time, or like reaction videos. Right. And I personally believe that the best kind of engagement with your community is going to come from you posting a variety of different formats. So I want you to think about educational and entertainment today. Those are the two that we're going to start with. Now you're, you have your platform and let's say you're going to start with educational for today. Okay. And then you are going to take one topic that you believe passionately about, and this could be 
something, I will use rhythm for my example. I believe that people should count out loud almost always. And it will help you develop your memory. It will help you learn the piece on a deeper level. There's so many reasons why it's beneficial. Rhythm is structure. It's not just about the rhythm. It's actually about how, like how you organize information in your brain, blah, 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 blah. There's lots of reasons that I believe that is true. And so then what you're going to do is once you have your topic, you know, your post is going to be educational. And let's say that you chose to do an Instagram reel and then you go, it's go time. And you take those three, three guiding factors and you start to create your piece of content. Okay. And what this does is it helps you really narrow in on what you're doing. Oftentimes what I see with clients is when people sit down to, to create a piece of content, maybe they know that they're like promoting a class that they want to teach. But the second that they sit down to start creating the content, their mind goes blank of like, uh, I don't know, what, what should I do? Should I, should it be a picture? Should it be a video? Should it be text? And there's just so many options that it gets really overwhelming and it prevents you from actually creating the piece of content. Okay. And so these little choices that we're making along the way, what they're really doing is they're narrowing in our focus. So we're picking the platform and that's actually going to stay consistent for like, I would say at least a month, you stick with one platform, one type of content. So let's say you're doing Instagram reels automatically. That's a big decision that could be holding you back every day, but you know that for the next month, you're going to be doing Instagram reels. Okay. And then when we talk about the type of content of it, if it's educational or entertainment, we just chose, like, I'm going to do educational for the next month. So, you know, you're doing educational Instagram reels. And then if you have your topic rhythm, there you go. You record 10 or 15, 10 second videos, maybe with one little tip about rhythm in each video or with one little, like, did you know that kind of a thing? Okay. And automatically you're, you're narrowing in your focus so that it becomes a lot easier for your brain to create when there is a sense of direction versus when it's just like, I'm sitting down to create content and all of a sudden my mind is blank and I don't even know my own name. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, when you create these pieces of content that you're going to create over the next month or so, I want you to remember to put in your call to action. Okay. I did an entire episode about this. Um, a few, I want to say it was like a couple months ago and the, the title of the episode, I don't remember the number. I apologize, but the title of the ep episode is like two marketing mistakes that prevent customers from hiring, hiring you. And in that episode, I dove deep into call to actions and talked about the importance of them and how to do an effective call to action. And so you can go back and listen to that episode if you don't know what a call to action is, but basically your content should be driving the person engaging with your content to do something. It might be to comment below. It might be to like the post. It might be to share the post. It might be to download this free thing. It might be to sign up for this free class or to buy this course or to sign up for lessons. The call to action can be anything, but your content needs to have a call to action. Even if that call to action is simply engaging the person who is reading your post with the piece of content. Okay. So don't forget your call to action. And then the other two things that are really, really important is when you are writing something, because even if you're doing an Instagram reel, there should be a written caption underneath it. I want your writing to be taken to the next level. So I will give you an example of this. Let's say, like we said, for, my, for me, I'm doing an Instagram reel and it's educational and it's about rhythm. I am going to write my post. And the way that I like to do this is to actually just kind of like word vomit the initial draft. And then you can go back and you can review it as many times as possible. But if I get really picky from the beginning, it actually prevents me from writing the content to begin with at all. So just write everything out, just like write out what you want to say, and then you can go back and edit. And so if I'm writing out a post about rhythm, I might say like, did you know that most people aren't counting out loud? And this means that you are missing out on a huge opportunity to organize information in your brain that helps you remember it so much easier and faster. 
Okay. So that's my opening headline of the piece of content. And now I'm going to take that deeper. Why should someone care? right? Why should someone care? Well, because if they're not counting out loud, they're probably wasting time at the piano. They're probably spending a lot of their practice time doing things that aren't actually getting them results. They are probably not learning things to the level that allows them to play with musicality and freedom and expression. And so I need to make sure that I include like why they should care in that post. And when I'm doing this, two little things that I like to add on the end of my sentence to help me go to that deeper level are so that or without, okay? And let me show you what I mean. So when I add so that to the end of a sentence, and if you go look at my content, you'll see this all the time. I'll say like, um, you need to be counting out loud because it's going to save you time and energy at the piano so that you get the results that you want. So that you can learn how to practice with less mistakes and commit things to to longer term memory. So that, okay, you add so that, and it helps you, like give the reason that people should care or give the reason that it benefits people. So adding so that to the end of a sentence works really well. And then the other thing that works really well is adding without, okay? Because oftentimes there's misconceptions about what it really takes to do something. So if I say something like, you know, did you know that counting out loud will help you commit things to memory better when you're practicing without adding extra practice time, without repeating the same passage 25 times over in a row without, and I can kind of elaborate upon that statement that I just made and take it to that deeper level. So when you add so that or without to the end of a sentence, what it does is it opens up your brain to get to that deeper level and to make that that sentence a little bit more compelling and a little bit more descriptive because oftentimes people just stop right at the surface level, right? They'll kind of say, and I see this all the time and I don't want to like, I don't want to grab a piece of content from online that's not mine and use it as an example, but this is something that I see people do all the time is just like stop at the surface level and they don't go to that deeper level. And so they're not really truly speaking to an individual person. And therefore the marketing is just kind of like wishy-washy. You read something and you're like, oh, that sounds kind of cool, but like, "Mm, I don't know if it's for me. That's generally because, well, it might not, it, there, the first case could be that it's just genuinely not for you. But oftentimes what's happening is that people just aren't being compelling enough in their marketing. They're not taking it to that next deeper level. All right. So you're picking your platform. You're picking like the kind of content you're going to create, meaning like Instagram reel, YouTube video, Facebook post, etc. You're picking the category. So educational or entertainment, you're picking a topic that you're going to talk on and the topic can change daily. The topic doesn't need to be the same for the whole month. And you're committing to a certain amount of time of creating content in this way. And then you're going to flex the muscle. This is like, you are going to the content gym. Okay. <laughs> I want you to go to the content gym every single day, flex the muscles, stretch the muscles. And by the end of the month, you are going to have a really strong content creation muscle. And it's going to be a lot easier. The first time you sit down to do this, it might take you a while and it might feel really, really hard, like pulling teeth, but it's going to get a lot easier as time goes on. Now, something that I've been doing a lot of with my coaching clients is doing these content audits where people will write emails or or they'll create like a website or they'll create a social media post. And I will look at this post or this email or this uh, website with them. And we'll do this together where I'll kind of go through and I'll point out exactly how we can make things more compelling and how we can take things to that deeper level so that you're really speaking to your ideal client and you're really speaking to a specific person. Okay. And if this is something that you're interested in doing, go ahead and send me a message on Instagram or reply to one of my emails and let me know, because I've been kind of toying with the idea 
I wasn't actually going to announce this today, but I'm gonna. I, I'm in the vibe. I'm gonna, I'm feeling it. I was toying with the idea of doing a couple of little workshops, maybe like this could maybe be like a one-time event or maybe like a three-part series where if enough teachers were interested, you could sign up for a time slot and we would do this as a group so that you could watch me do it with a lot of people because there's definitely a lot of benefits in watching and having this done not only for your content, but watching it get done for other people's content as well. But in doing these content audits where maybe we come together and there's like, you know, four or five people in an hour and you each get a content audit, but you also get to watch the other person's content get audited and you get to really start to flex and stretch that muscle of creating this compelling type of content. So if that's something you would be interested in, I don't have like an official form for you to fill out or anything like that. I wasn't even going to talk about it today, but I just felt called to do so. Tell me on Instagram if that's something that you would be interested in. And if enough people are interested, I'll throw something like that together, maybe by the end of the year. And that way we can uh, start doing some of this together because I think it's really challenging. And I know that, you know, practice is a lot of it, but also I specifically worked with a coach at one point to do this exact thing. And still I have, I have, I have a coach who will still sometimes go over my copy and go over my content occasionally because it's just helpful to get other eyes on it, especially when those eyes are someone that is farther along the journey than you are with their content creation skills. So DM me on Instagram or reply to one of my emails if that's something that you would be interested in. And if enough teachers are, I will put something together. All right, folks, you are amazing. You are incredible. You are building this business and I know that you can do this. So commit to a goal and go practice your content creation skills. I can't wait to see how far you come. I will talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your week. Hey there, thank you for being here. I love connecting with you every single week. And one of my favorite parts of connecting with you is actually getting to know you. I created a free community for business-minded piano teachers to come together every single week, connect and learn even more tangible strategies for business streamlining and scaling. You can join using the link in the show notes and I can't wait to get to know you.